Hello, welcome to Retireable Podcast. I'm Mike Wallace. My name is John Sauger. And this is the last episode of our season, John. So today, I think we are just going to talk ourselves and not have any guests. Absolutely. Kind of take people through a, a recap of what, we, what we've what we hit on, what we've talked about, and, and, and kind of walk through some examples of what, what, what we've talked about. We've gotten a lot of information and, and, and a lot of uh, in-depth conversations that we want to kind of flesh out a little bit here if we can. Well, and I think what's really interesting is, you know, like we said, every time we we have a guest on, we could talk, you know, for literally three, four, five, six podcasts on that one subject, you know. And so even just to talk about trying to wrap up our whole season in one episode is going to be pretty difficult. So, well, and, and when you think about it, we do this every day. Yeah. We do this multiple times a day for, for a, a person that's going through something retireable. They're going through that retirement for the first time in their lives and hopefully only doing it once, right? They, yeah. they, we got to walk through and guide them and show them, hey, here's the logical steps we take. And so trying to paint a picture of that, I think, is what we'll try and do today. Well, and I, and I think it's really important, too, is that it's, it's about planning along the way. You know, like we, we talked about earlier is the fact that, you know, a lot of people... Um, they, they come to us because there's a problem, right? And it's not because they're trying to um, make that plan throughout their, their entire working lifestyle because what they're looking for is this work-optional lifestyle, sure, right? Sure, sure. Um, and as their life unfolds and their, and their needs evolve, um, it is this planning process that has to continue. So I think that's sure. one of the things that we want to, you know, talk about. So, so John, you know, let's talk about that. You know, when we're dealing with the, 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 the prospects, and of course, we get referred to a lot of clients as well when they come into our office. What are some of the things that, you know, that you're seeing mostly um, from some of these clients? And then what, what direction do you go into when, when, when that comes into the place? So I think it's, I think it's a great question. I, I think the, 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 the starting point, Mike, is, is um, a lot of people think, well, they're going to grab their financial statements and walk into somebody, and this is how it's, hey, we're, we're, we're ready to go. And I think it's a whole different conversation, right? We we have to start with getting to know someone and 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 finding out their story and what 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 is important to them and what matters to them, right? The, the what's what's going on with their family, what's going on with their 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 occupation, and 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 then we get into that money conversation, right? We start we start looking at like what do they do for fun? What's their plan? What's their so. We talk about a lot of financial conversations and in-depth ones, but I think the first thing is getting to know, is there a relationship there? For, I, I know it's, a, it's not the exact terminology here, but, but really there is a marriage between you and that, that, that family, and, and, and you have to be on the same page, right? If you're an advisor that's really focused on, I don't know, uh, um, heavy, aggressive growth, but they're a family that's very risk averse. You guys might not talk the same way. So you got you to get to know people first, right? I, I think you do the same thing. No, I think you're exactly right. You know, and we talk about, you know, our, our, our form process, yep. you know, family, occupation, recreation, and money. And those are probably some of the, the, the most important things to individuals. You know, families first, obviously, sure. right? You know, and so the other three we oftentimes do because of our family, right? Absolutely. So it's why, it's why we do them, right? It's why we do it. Exactly yeah. right. And yeah. so now it's utilizing some of those those things so that, that initial conversation becomes really, really um, important. But I think when we're looking at it, though, there's, you know, what's the goal, right? You know, and, and not that that's the first thing, but oftentimes when we do some of our assessments, we ask them our, the goals and concerns, right? Sure. 
trying and to so, start with the end in mind, so to speak. Yeah, and so what are some of the, and more importantly, when we're doing the, the goals and concerns, a lot of it comes down to, is, is like you said, flushing out what is most important because what's what, what's most important to one client may not be most important for another client. It doesn't mean it's not important, right? It's just we're trying to take care of the worst things first and, try to, and trying to Absolutely. take care of some of that stuff. Well, and I think I think as you go through it too, there has to be a, a um, uh, there has to be a visual uh, um, or, or, or a, a method or a plan or a roadmap that somebody can understand. Um, again, let's let's talk about someone walking into retirement. Let's use that as our example. Okay. When they're walking into retirement, um, there's a hundred other things they want to do, right? That their friends all know they're retired. They want to go out to lunch or go out to dinner or go. They might be, hey, this is our this is our our first step of retirement. We want to take a big trip. Or the kids know they're retired. They might need you for stuff. Hey, we want you to babysit or we want you to come visit or, or whatnot. So they're pulled in so many different directions. And so this is just one part of their life. They don't they don't want to spend every hour of every day going, oh my gosh, I got, I'm retiring. Now what are the steps? So we have to somehow get that information and compress it and, and, and do work in a short order of time to get them organized. Yeah. No, I mean, you're exactly right. Like you said, we're trying to retire once if we can, right? Sure. You know, like you said. And- a lot of it is is that planning up to that point, right? And so when we're looking at that, what what does it look like? And so the first process we do, and, and even some of the stuff we were already talking about, whether it's the form process um, or the goals uh, and concerns worksheet, is what we call our discovery process. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so why don't you tell us a little bit about the discovery process? Jen? So so obviously it, it's anything in, in in our licenses are a privilege, right? Mm-hmm. As we as we talk about that, so there is a a. Um, best interest process. There is a, a, a thought process where you have to do um, what's, what's, what's expected of you. And that's knowing the consumer, knowing your customer. And so discovery is, is some of it is simply just learning the basics. Where do you live? Who, who's the working people in this relationship? What's going on there? Where'd you retire from, et cetera. But it might be um, uh, more in depth as far as how do you feel about certain things, right? We might rate things. How, how do you feel maybe on a scale of one to three, one being important, three being not so important? How do you, how do you feel on certain subjects of your life? Or how, and, and, and it's generally going to be more in-depth than the family is expecting. There, there's a lot of times going to be questions that you're going to ask, and they're going to look at you and say, boy, I didn't think you were going to ask that. And being thorough, wanting to know those different things. And I, and I think our, spart of, our, our side of that might even be more in-depth than the average person out there because of being holistic. So we're going to ask uh, maybe questions on estate planning or taxes or finances that we might need to refer out to someone else, right? We're not attorneys, but we can ask a few questions. And when we find out, we might say, boy, that that's a red flag that we're supposed that, that, that we need to refer to someone, you know, so. Yeah. And, and I guess when you're dealing with our, the discovery process, and we take real, a lot of pride in our discovery process because it is in-depth, it is thorough. And because you um, you, you want to get the full picture, you know, you know, if you ever don't done want a, to miss anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've ever done a puzzle without the, you know, the picture in front of you, sure. you know, yes, you can do it. Right. But it's a lot more difficult, but if you have that clear picture, it's a lot easier to put those puzzle pieces together. Absolutely. And so that's really with our discovery process, making sure that we understand, um, like you said, know your clients really important. Okay. But Absolutely. what, what is the, the, um, the reasoning and the pertinent information that's going to help them accomplish their, their goals and dreams, right? Well, and, and, and I think so much of that is one of the things that I think is so important, and, and I know you would, say, you would say the same thing, is that so often um, when you get to this spot, people have a um, preconceived notion. Oh, you're retiring, you need to do these things. And that may not be what 
a family is thinking is their most important thing. They may say, oh, I'm not as worried about X, Y, and Z, but I'm worried about ABC. And through the discovery process, we learn that. And that's, that's really our focus is figuring out what matters to them and, 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 and what is really important. We, we might look at something and say, oh, hey, we can fix this or put this in a great situation for you. And they might say, I don't care about that. So then that, that can go to the back burner, right? Yeah. Well, and, and it's, it is like, again, it's like a broken record. Sometimes it's an ongoing process, you know? And so a lot of these things that we, 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 we talk about fixing, or we talk about, you know, getting to that point. Um, sometimes it is something that needs to be happening over, you know, you know whether a several month period or several year period, or sometimes it's even longer than that, you Absolutely. know, making sure that we, we accomplish everything they want to do, especially when you're doing, dealing with stuff in, in retirement, sure. right? Sure. Because you go from this, um, accumulation phase, right? And you go, and one of the biggest mistakes a lot of retirees make is going straight from accumulation phase um, to distribution phase without having an income plan right. or a preservation plan in place, right. you know? And so it's now that planning aspect of it to make sure that it is, um, you know, doing doing something that's, that, that is, you're trying to accomplish. And I guess, I guess going from that preservation phase, John, why don't you talk talk a little bit about what they call sequence of returns risk. I think maybe people don't understand what that actually means. And so it's easy for us to say you have to have a different plan in retirement, but oftentimes people don't know why. Well, we, we've spent a lot of time this, uh, this season with all the different interviews and all the different people we've talked to. We've talked a lot about a, a lot of different ideas um, as far as what you might use in a certain circumstance. The, the, the sequence of returns idea is, is really more a behind-the-scenes functionality thing. Okay. And it's really more of a, um, if I have my assets and, and I'm growing my assets and I'm putting money into those, I'm dollar-cost averaging in, the market goes up, I, I have more value there. The market goes down, I'm still putting money in, I'm kind of offsetting that loss, and I'm buying more shares, right? That's yep. the idea. So the sequence of returns is really the opposite. This is really where, where, where the issue comes in is, okay, when you're retired, legally you can't put money into a retirement account right if you're not oh don't have earned income so yep. if you're retired with no earned income you now have a lump sum of money and then as mike as you said hey the preservation or distribution phase of life you start using that money well if the market's up that's okay right you might take money out and and the market might replace the money take it from out. your profits right? right right but if the market's down not only are you taking money out, but you might also have to sell more shares, right? And, 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 and take more out. That might cause you to have less shares there. So when the market does come back, it's harder to, to recover. And, you, and that might, it might not just be usage of your money. It might be loss of value. That is, that, so kind of a two-pronged effect that's, that, that's eating into things. It could affect it for the, for the rest of your life, too, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, in, in simple terms, you know, if you're 35 or 40 years old, you lose $100,000 or $200,000, you might be able to make that up. By the time you retire, but you're on a fixed income in retirement, you lose a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars. That now can make the difference between you know whether or not you're able to maintain your standard of living for for um, for the rest of your life or just your lifestyle in general. Well, and I, I think Mike, it's 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 when we talk with people, it, it, it's there's so many conversations that are really really important. You you look at the math conversation that if I say it now, people are going to go, huh, that seems weird. But when you see it visually in front of you, it makes sense. So if you said a hundred. 100,000, a million, you, you just use 100 and, and you lose 30% of your value, you, you're, you're, down at, you're down at 70%. So if you had 100, you lose 30%, you're at 70, right? If you make that same 30% back, math doesn't get you back. It's not, it's not a plus sign, it's a multiple, it's, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a percentage of it. 30% of 70 is really only 21. So yeah. now you go from 100, you go down to 70. If you lose 30%, 
make 30% back, you're really only back at 91% when you're a lump sum person. And, and we talk about that. When you say that to someone, they look at you and they're like, yeah, whatever. But when they actually feel it and experience it, it it's dramatic. So we have to teach those things. Yeah, math is really, I mean, it, it's, they talk about, you know, um, numbers don't lie. People do, you know, but sure. the, the issue is we talk about in taxes as well. You know, you, you go from a 10% tax bracket to a 22% tax bracket or 12% tax bracket, I should say to a 22% tax bracket. Most people in their brains are thinking it's a 10% increase, right. you know, but really you're, it's 10% of 12%. It's an 83 or something like that, 83 or 85% increase in taxes. And right. if you tell somebody, how would you like to pay 85% more in taxes? You know, how do you feel about that? Yeah, you know, so, absolutely. Um, and, but there's so many instances when it comes down to that. And, and really we're looking at sometimes, you know, you look at it a one year, two year period, but if you look at over, you know, a retirement, you know, a 30 year retirement, it's, it's a huge impact sure. over their lifetime. So, I, so I think one of the things though, that's really interesting about this conversation is like you said, we can get into multiple episodes of just one one subject matter and I think yeah. I think keeping it organized what's really hard about about this or could be hard I guess I should say if you're not organized is there are different emotions in retirement right money is one emotion and a lot of times people might put fear on that emotion right mm -hmm. but but estate planning is an entirely different emotion and we, and we talk about that with people and sometimes you're fearful of it but more often than not we know we're going to pass away at some point so we're, we're not as fearful of it but it's our love emotion right? Yeah. It's the, the emotion of, well, how do I make sure my spouse or my kids or grandkids are taken care of, right? Or when we talk about taxes, sometimes we're fearful. We probably, probably not a lot of love emotion with taxes, but no, more, not of at all. more of a greed thing, right? I don't yeah. want to pay more than my fair share. So I think that's one of the things when we talk through this part of retirement with people, we have to make sure we're addressing the emotional side of it and, and not trying to jump emotions in one conversation. That might get too difficult for people. So that's really a lot of this when you talk about form, it's really a lot of learning and discovering where their emotions are and how do we address the same information. Yeah, and and so the first part, this discovery, obviously we spend a lot of time just even talking about the gathering, the information, and, and then also there's always a little, not a little bit, there's a lot of educational or teaching sure. as well um, with the client so that they, just like we talked about the sequence of returns risk, because you have to, as you're gathering that information, they have to understand sometimes why why do you need this information? There's a, there's a there's a system in place in a in a proven process that we've used sure. for years that can um, they, that we can use to help them. Like for, for example, we have our, our smart planning process. So let's talk about the, our, our next step. So let's say we do the discovery, John, and we gather all the information that we need. Well, first of all, what type of information besides um, you know, some of the questions we ask, but what's some physical stuff that we might need? So it's a great, it's a great question. So, I, I mean, we're obviously going to try and not obviously, I guess I should say, we're, we're going to look into any part that we can address from the holistic side, right? So we're going to, we're going to ask some questions on estate planning. Have they done it? What have they done? When did they do it? Et cetera. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to ask that. And, it, and if of course they've they've done, a, they have not done any estate planning, that's a, an aside we'll probably take right there and try and address that and refer it to the proper attorney. So we had uh, Ben Vader on earlier, earlier this season. Um, if they've done estate planning, we might try and gather that and refer it to Ben or his office to get a review on it and tell us what's going on there. Right. So uh, estate planning might be something we might gather. Certainly 
Um, we're going to gather financial documents, right? What's our, where our things are, what are they doing? Who's the custodians? What's the values? What's the titling on the accounts, beneficiaries, et cetera. And, and getting statements is, is probably an easy way of looking at that. Then, then we're probably going to look at some tax returns, yep. right? We're going to gather maybe the last couple of years tax returns. And, and, and there's, there's different, um, financial technology. Like we talked about in one of our previous episodes, there's different technology we can use to, to review that and look from a tax efficiency standpoint. And we also have, FSA tax and accounting that we might refer that information over to, to get a, to get a review or some ideas done on that. So, I I mean, we can gather a ton of information in that regard. And so when we gather that information though, then part of that is our next step of our process, which is the, the, they call the design, you know, part of that process. And it's really now, we talked about the FinTech earlier as well, is now analyzing all that data. Um, And what's really uh, cool about that is, you know, uh, John and I have, both, we have wealth management teams that, that, that support us as well. And, and we have different uh, tools in the back office too, yep. that we can use. And so it's really a, a, a coordinated effort, but it really, people don't realize how many hours are actually put in by doing some Just of these design, do like, you know, yeah. do these design processes. But what happens then is once we gather the information, then we kind of can put that data more client facing. So what, what does that look like, John? What kind of stuff do we, do we show a client? So it's, it's interesting because there's so many different routes you can go. And, and, and I think this is where it's a, a, a walking, um, um, a little bit on, on eggshells here because every family is going to be different. Right. And, and we don't want to, uh, um, you know, overstep a bound on, on saying something that we might not do for family. So we're not going to say, oh, we do this for every person, right? And yeah. Every situation is a little bit different, but there are so many different tools that you can use. There's a, there's a program called Riskalyze, which is, a, which is an excellent program to just kind of get you a percentage or a value of how much risk you might have in a particular portfolio and, and, and knowing what that score is, you might, you know, that might give you some guidance and say, Ooh, I have too much risk or not enough risk. Or there's a, there's a couple of different programs that are, are, are out there that you can do um, some tax efficiency on like a, like a, like a whole list of plan is a, is a, is a tax company that you can review a tax return on and it'll give you, Hey, here's some particular efficiency things you might need to look at, or, or we might use a right capital program um, that, that might be an aggregator, but also a, a planning tool that we could look at. So, that, that might be an example of something we might use. In, in the old days, uh, people used to use Morningstar, which was a, a ratings a- agency. You'd get a, a rating score of your, of, your, of your funds, or you might look at uh, you know, different programs, um, and, 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 and each family might find information in different programs that are going to paint a picture. And the goal is to try and be as in-depth as possible, but as concise as possible. Hey, here's what's going on for you. Here's a, a snapshot or, 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 or a grade or a score. So they have some idea, right? Because it's it's taboo to know what everybody else is doing. You probably don't talk to your neighbors about what they're doing financially, right? Or, or, or what? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And I think that's, that's important to say is that really the reports that we run might be different for your individual situation. And that's sure. what's unique about using a holistic planner, right? Oftentimes people, especially the people that are, you know, retire, you know, somewhere between let's say 60 and 73 now with the new um, rules for distributions that they may have more, um, you know, when should I take social security? So we might do a social security in- analysis sure. on some of that stuff. But if they're already taking social security, why well, I, I don't need to do a social security optimization, you know? Right. So there's lots of different things that we can use, but that's, that's, that's an example. So probably the things that, that, that we use on a regular basis would be, let's say someone's not, that's not retired, um, you know, are they on track? And so there's some software that can run Absolutely. some of these some different these, programs that you can do. You can yep. look at that. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think with that, when, when, if you, if you're listening closely, you've heard Mike mention a couple of different things. You, you've heard discovery 
and the, and then you've heard design. You know, so there's the, the, the different D's to try and organize this. It, it, the design process is different for every person, right? Yeah. The design process is is unique and, and intricate for every person to the level they want it to be. And and so the, the depth or the tools you're going to use the design might be different for everything. You might spend a good portion of your design literally talking about um, their beneficiaries because they thought they had everything done. Um, I had a family a, a few years ago. Uh, he thought he had everything done. I was referred to him, and he was mentioned to me that he had everything done, and I was at going through the discovery and asking questions, and and I could tell he was getting more frustrated with me. He thought I was wasting his time and whatnot. And I said, you know, you were referred to me. I'm just doing my job, and... I finally said to him, I said, you know, hey, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question. And if you have the answer correct, well, I'll, well, I'll move on. If you don't, then we're going to ask all these questions. And he said, sure, go ahead, do it this way. So he and his wife were there. He was about 74 years old. His wife was in her early 40s. So it was a second marriage. Um, and, and I said to him, I said, you know, do you have life insurance? He said, yeah, absolutely. I got life insurance. So I'll take care of them. I'm all set. I'm all squared away. I said, great. Who's your beneficiary? And he slapped his hand on the table and he said, my wife is my beneficiary. And I of course said, which wife? And you would have thought that, that he lost all the blood from his face. And he kind of looked at me and he said, I'm not sure what you're asking. And the, the new wife who was in her forties, you know, perked forward and said, yeah, which wife is the beneficiary? And as we started talking about it, he, he said, well, I, we're married. She's the beneficiary. I said, no, the insurance company doesn't know you've changed wives is the ex-wife still alive? And at the time she was. And I said, well, she was probably the original beneficiary. He said, oh, of course she was. I said, did you do paperwork to change the beneficiary? And he said, no, I didn't. And that instant, I said, well, who do you want to be the beneficiary? And it was the new wife, you know, so we double checked on that. But I said, so, you know, in case it was something from the divorce decree or something that he could, but no, he, he had, he should have changed the beneficiary. So that led to, in our discovery, so much more stuff before we even got into designing anything. The initial design was fixing all the beneficiaries yeah. where that might not be for somebody else. Someone else may not have that issue at all, but this was everything else then took secondary place because that was the design that we needed to figure out. And that was the, what we needed to take care of. So every situation is going to be a little different in that regard. No, it's, it is amazing how much, and that's part of our in-depth discovery process, how many, um, I don't know, things that slip through the cracks for lack of a better term sure. that we see. And and, it, and sometimes it's a very simple fix, but if you didn't ask the question, it could have been a problem for the rest, you know, for Absolutely. the next generation or for the rest of their lives, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think, you know, that's, that's a, a really good point when it comes down to that. And then, but really what's really cool about the design process is we, we can do some really in-depth stuff, but there's a couple of really simple tools that we can use that I, that are, are great for individuals that, and it's also more um, easy to understand, you know? So a lot of the, the um, programs that we use, it's almost like a, um, a report card, basically to see if you're on track, right? Sure. You know, so they sure. ask you questions regarding, you know, you know, ABC and then, you know, if you're doing a good job, you get an A and if you're not doing such a good job, you may get a C. And obviously we don't want to get, get C's and D's, right? So we want to be on A's and B's. And so that's our job is to don't bring, bring up those grades, right? Well, and, 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 I, and I think that's one of the things is where it's, it's a great component, Mike, because, because 
what examples is it giving? Like, it's not just talking about finances too, right? It's asking questions about other stuff. Like, what are some examples you're looking at gr- at grading in, in, in a person's life? Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, health, you know, health insurance could be sure. even one, right? You know, sure. estate planning, yeah. you know, of course, the finances, the taxes, sure. right? You know, so those are, so it's um, the fees, you know, yeah. you know, so basically risk fees and taxes are probably going to be three of the biggest things people are looking at. Right. So um, let alone some of those ancillary stuff that we talked about. So that's the, the holistic planning in general what we're talking about. And the right? guests we've had on through the through yeah. this season. Absolutely. All the same components. I think that's a I think that's a I, I that's a, um, a unique path to walk as we talk about this, because it, it's it's there are people that they may have one of those subject matters completely taken care of and, and perfect. And we don't want to delve too deep into it. We don't need you to change something if you're very pleased with it. But we still need to ask and and figure out how it's working because it all coincides together, right? If you, like you had said in an earlier episode, you had said, you know, if you you make too much money and you're paying for Medicare, if you make too much money, your Medicare premiums might go up. You might get penalized, right? So if you're doing a Roth conversion or you're doing some 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 tax loss harvesting or something like that, it might offset a little bit on income, and it might cause your Medicare premium to go up. So those things work together. We have to make sure those things are are connected in conversational points for good planning. Well, I mean, and that's the key, John. Planning. I, it just we're finding more and more of our um, the clients that are being referred to us um, are. Uh, there's a lot of good savers out there, you sure. know, and it is just now the, the the planning piece is what's missing. And by asking those questions, we can kind of then put them on the the right roadmap um, for the remainder of their life you well, know, lives. And I and I and I think that when we when we came sat down and talked about doing this podcast and and and, and building this out, the retireable idea and, and and what's there, I think that was the thing that was most prevalent or or most most. Uh, um, the thing that we see the most when we're meeting people, when we're referred to people, they come into us thinking, here's my money. What should I do with it? And then as we go through our discovery, as we start into our design, there's it adds so many different layers that people don't think of that that, that should be connected, You know, that people don't think of it, it, that planning encompasses so many other parts of just saying, hey, you had X and now you have Y on money and you grew it by a certain amount. Yeah, that's important. But it's not just what you make; it's what you keep, and it's not just how you how you go about it. It's it's what is this going to do for your for your life, and how is it going to connect in all these different parts of your life? And I think that's such an important part, Mike. When you talk about planning, um, I always tell people that 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 I always re- remind people there's an ing at the end. It's an action verb, right? It's something we're gonna we're gonna do a lot. We're gonna change, and we're gonna adjust. And whether we meet quarterly, whether we meet semiannually, whether when we meet and try and try and do planning. It's a big part of of what we're looking at, right? That's that's all the things that are changing. We might talk about money for a, a small smidgen of time. The rest of the time, might be talking about another subject matter that adds into that. Well, and and it's kind of interesting. You're talking about the ing and the plan, you know, and planning and, and everything else. A lot of times, when people have their jobs, right? They there's a lot of places that are are focusing in the saving portion of it. Sure. You know, whether it's a you know TSP, a thrift savings plan, or or you know. Uh, the PSP locally personal savings plan or test fee, you know, tax efficient savings, yep. you know, plan or whatever that is. But the issue is a lot of that has to do with savings and, and accumulating wealth. A hundred percent agree with you. I think that, I, I think though, what, what I would say in, in, in what we've tried to accomplish in this, in this season is, is, is talk about all the different things that people might see. I think that's, that's a super important part of that design process too, is, 
is like we were talking about earlier is putting it to pen to paper. You know what I mean? And just the fact is a lot of people think they're going to be okay, or they may even have a pension and, and, and have, you know, have confidence that they're going to at least be able to pay the bills. But one of the things that a lot of this, um, the design process can show is, is proof. And sometimes to the penny, you know, of of, how much money can I live on or, or, you know, look at the lifestyle. You know, if I want to live on $6,000 a month, is it going to last for the rest of my life with an inflation factor? Right. And sometimes you're like, yeah, you're fine. You could do, you know, 7000 Or no, we could do 5500 And so, you know, there's a, there's a wish list maybe and a, and, and a real, realistic uh, part of it. But basically, it's, it's that now confidence, you know. It's now, right. okay, it's now just, you know, there's, it can take away some of that worry, um, you know, because it is an emotional time. Um, and sometimes we're even rerunning it. Like you said, it's that ing process where, you know, so we may say, okay, three, five years down the road and, and it's really kind of cool. Like that's what we like about our job is to see that it, you know, that oftentimes it Success. is working. Yep. Yeah. And that, that's, we put the plan together and it, and it's working, you know, in, in place. I saw a family on Friday and uh, Friday evening, we go to the same dance studio. My wife and I take dance lessons together and we were at a, we were at an activity. Okay. Let's talk about that a little bit more, John. What kind of dancing you learn? No, I'm kidding. So- <laughs> so, so we were at, we were at a, we were at the dance studio, and um, they were just back from they bought a vacation property in Florida, and they they'll probably move down there full time soon. But um, he had asked me a couple questions. He said, "Oh, hey, by the way, how's X, Y, and Z going?" How, and he had just asked me a couple questions about their situation, and I and I answered him, and he said, "Fantastic! That means I can do." this. And he had, in his mind, he had planned on spending some money and his wife was standing there and he turned to her and he said, did you hear John? And she said, yeah, I'm comfortable. We got our answer. Now you can spend that money. And it was just one simple little thing that, that, that is a bigger picture thing. He was like, I'm spending the money tomorrow. We've already budgeted for it. We already planned on it. We just wanted to double check. One of those simple little things that you, that, that you don't think of as you go through your day, but was really important in the overall planning process that they're that, Hey, this is what we're doing. This is what our plan is. Let's dot our I's and cross our T's. And that's part of good planning is they just double checked and made sure they were good. When you, when you go through that part of the process, as you, as you walk through this, it's, it's such a weird subject, Mike, if I, if I were to say to any, and, and you can think of clients, you can think of yourself. If I were to say, what are the exact steps a person has to take to retire? everybody's going to think of that differently, right? Mm-hmm. Some people, it's going to be a certain age. Some people, it's going to be a certain time in their job. Some people, it's going to be a certain amount of money. Uh, some people, it's, it's, it's going to be none of those. It's going to be a health issue came up or the mm-hmm. spouse health issue or a family or sometimes you went to work and they told you not to come back, right? <laughs> like There's all kinds of different ways people will retire. But retirement itself is, is such a, a, a unique subject, right? It's, it's a... Um, what is a successful retirement? I mean, does it break down to simply not running out of wealth before I run out of health? Is that the most simplistic thing of retirement? Or is it, hey, my retirement is traveling around the world and your retirement is sitting on a fishing boat? I, you know, I'm just using examples. Uh, you know, but that's where part of the planning really has to factor in is, okay, what is it for you? And then what are all the things we, we, we have to address? Well, and a lot of it, what we talk about, John, as you know, is, is this lifestyle. You know, there's a lot of people that have enough money to quote unquote retire. But what does retirement look sure. like? Is it just to pay the bills? And most of us don't work our entire lifetime just to pay the bills. We right. want to have some fun too. And so, it, but what's one idea of a lifestyle versus another? You know, some people are, are content living in one home and other people want to have a vacation home down in Florida or want to travel the world. And and so a lot of it is um, is what is important to the, each individual client, you know, for that retirement. You know, and sometimes it is 
we people want to retire early and that was age is more important than money you know and then there's other people that lifestyle is more important than, than than age too so it's it's uh looking at it all Okay, so the the last part of the process then is actually pretty simple. You know, obviously we don't get to spend a lot of time at that, but the last part is what we call deploy, which is basically now putting together that individual plan because all the analyzing tools will really make it pretty simple to put together that that plan itself, right, for John? Sure, for sure, and 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 again. It's individual for people. Some people say, hey, this is put in place and I'm good. Check with me every six months, yearly, quarterly, what have you. Everybody's situation is a little bit different. But yeah, that's that's the next step. Design, I'm sorry, discovery, design, deploy. And that and that's really walking into retirement and let's go. You're, you're there. Every day is a Saturday or your work optional or whatever term people use. Start enjoying it, and we're here to, to 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 help walk through that process with you. Well, and it and it, a lot of times it's a simple process. So a lot of people think it's you know a difficult process. You know, most of the clients that we that um, come to us come from other advisors, and you know a lot of people are trying are worried about you know how do I transfer this money over and how do I do that? We take care of it all internally. Absolutely. You know, so it's basically you know of course a lot of things can be through the internet, right? DocuSign and and um, Firelight and using some of these these things where um, just through signatures, you can actually get you know, transfer over us and hire us and, and make it a real simple and painless process. To absolutely. Such, absolutely. And, and, and then the, again, the deploy is a, is an ongoing thing. You know, it's an ongoing reviews and strategic and tactical meetings and organizational processes and, and, and all the different things we do as we walk through with families and, and, and staying in contact and, and, and talking about all the things in your life that might come up or might change or that you didn't, think was going to happen in retirement that did or that 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 you did think and that you don't want or you know all the different parts of that is 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 the enjoyable part right that's the that's the great part of retirement is experiencing it and and, and loving the uh my, my 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 internal partner has it he says you have your your go-go years your slow-go years and then your no-go years and experiencing all of those and and walking through what those all mean for you absolutely making sure that you no matter what point you are in your life, right? You're able to, you know, sleep at night that you're never going to run out of money, Absolutely. right? Um, and that you're on track, obviously, if you're still working to, to have this work optional lifestyle. Sure. So uh, I think it's a good place to wrap it up there, Absolutely. John. Absolutely, um, Mike. Hopefully we accomplished a lot during this season. Hopefully people really enjoyed the, the different steps that we took through and walked them through. And this did a good job wrapping it up. No, oh, and I enjoyed my time with you too, John. So it was a, it was a, a very enlightening as well as we kind of explain it through a different um, source here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic, Mike. All right. Have a great day, everybody. The Retirable Podcast, our website's fsa1.com and our phone number is 1-800-977-9292. I'm Mike Wallace. I'm John Sauger. Have a great day. 